Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club. Hello and welcome to the Pet Photographers Club for season 11, episode 4. You are here with co-host Kirsty McConnell. So what are your business goals for 2022? If one of them is to feel more confident in your prices and or increase your income, then today's episode is especially for you with my top three steps for creating a profitable price list. Spoiler alert, it has nothing to do with the prices of the photographer down the road or multiplying your costs by some random number that one person suggested some time ago. So grab a pen and paper and uh, make some notes because you're going to want to follow these steps after this episode and uh, actually implement the changes so that you can kickstart next year with a price list that you believe in and uh, allows you to sell what you love. Let's get started. So the very first thing you want to work out is how much time you actually spend in your business. Break it down, create a spreadsheet if you'd like, and break it down into client hours. So that includes everything, even the 30 second text message that you send, the extra chat you have with the client at the end of the photo shoot. This is all time that you're spending away from your family or your dogs or your home. And uh, it should be counted because it is work time. So make a note of all the time that you spend with your clients and uh, tally that up. Then you want to go ahead and create a list of all of the time that you spend on your business, which is not client facing. So, or not actually directly related to a particular client, but just in running a business. This kind of time we call uh, non-billable hours, even though we don't bill per hour, if we, most of us, if we were like, you know, a graphic designer or a commercial photographer that charges by the hour, these would be the things that we don't bill the client for directly, but we have to build into our prices. So I'm talking things like time you spend attending an event as marketing or on Facebook posting, whatever it is you do, or on uh, Instagram, creating reels, for example, all of these things go into your non-billable client hours. So you want to tally that up. Now, what you want to do is consider how many, like add all of this time together and figure out how much, how many clients you can actually fit in for the year. So if uh, every client takes you 10 hours and you have available 25 hours a week, then you'll know, okay, I can fit two hours, uh, sorry, two clients per week, plus I've got an extra five hours free for my non-billable hours. Is that enough? And then you can tweak your numbers, tweak your time, tweak your hours to make it all work. Once you know all of these, so you're going to work out, okay, I have um, all year I spend a hundred hours on non-billable hours, for example, and I work 50 50 weeks of the year. So if you divide 100 hours by 50, then you know every week you need two hours of non-billable time, for example, okay? So now you can look and say, okay, I have two hours of uh, work every week that I have to do regardless of if I have clients or not. And then I'm going to take one 
client a week, for example, if you're working part-time. And so I need 12 hours a week to work on my business because that client, I worked out that it takes me 10 hours, for example. Okay. For 12 hours a week, I'm working. And how much do I want to earn per hour? And then you can say, okay, I want to earn $100 an hour. Okay. For $100 an hour, you're working 12 hours a week. You need to earn $120 a week from this part-time business. I'm just throwing random numbers at you to give you an idea. Okay, great. Now you have a starting point. Now you can times that by 50, which was how many weeks of the year you're going to work. And you can work out, okay, 120 times by 50 equals this. That's how much money I I want in my pocket uh, at the end of the year. Now with that number, we can start working out your pricing. So do you see how we've started at the end kind of, at the end of the story? Okay, well first we need to know how much money you want. And how do you know how much money you want? Well, it depends on how much you're going to work in your business. Okay, so this is step number one. First thing you need to do, work out how much time you spend in your business and then how much you want to earn for that time that you're spending in your business have a full spreadsheet in the business foundations challenge that has already pre-filled all of the things that you need to work out for all the time that you spend with your clients. That is an inclusion as part of the business foundations challenge. So if you are really, really early on in your business, as in you haven't started yet, or you're in your first 18 months, that might be something that might interest you joining us in our next challenge because we do really go through this in way more detail step by step you've got me there giving you feedback and then it's not just about pricing then it also goes into products suppliers Uh, we also go into marketing implementing strategies understanding passive versus active um, ideal client heaps and heaps we go through that is a 12 week uh, challenge it is a weekly call on zoom every week. So it's a real live class. It's not just a, you know, do it at your own pace. However, there are uh, videos available for replay if you miss a couple of weeks, which, which, you know, does happen sometimes. So that's fine. All right, let's move along with this episode. So step two is knowing your cost of business. Now, if you haven't already, please jump onto the petphotographersclub.com forward slash freebies, F-R-E-E-B-I-E-S. It's in the show notes and download our required average sale calculator. It is free. Um, Anybody is welcome to grab that. That's going to help you a lot with doing this um, next step, which is to work out your cost of business. So these are things that you have to pay for as a business, whether or not you have clients. So uh, that might be your accounting software your CRM, a Studio Ninja, something like that. By the way, if you're looking for a new one, a Studio Ninja uh, have a really good deal for our listeners. So just use the code PPPI50 at checkout. Anyway, little plug for Studio Ninja. Um, What other costs have you got in your business? You may have obviously camera gear that you have to pay back. Um, So that goes into this spreadsheet, this free calculator I mentioned. And you know, all the other things going to a business, replacing computers, paying for your electricity bill if you've got a studio or a portion of your house electricity bill if you're able to claim that on your taxes in your country. 
So all of these different things you want to put into your calculator and you want to work out how much it actually costs you to run your business. Then with that figure, you're then able to kind of add together your hourly rate or your desired annual salary and the cost of business. And that way you can work out, okay, well, this is how much money I need to make per shoot in order to meet those goals, to pay those bills and to pay myself what I want to be paid, what I, what I value my salary at. So there's no point in me like going through all of this step-by-step right now while you're listening to audio, as in this particular section, I mean, what I want you to do is go and download that calculator and you'll see it's very easy. There's a whole list of things you have to put in, how much your advertising is per, per year or month, how much your studio rent is if you have one, um, legal expenses, etc. All the things are listed there. So you can go ahead and add all of those things in. And once you answer all of the blank spaces, it's automatically going to tell you in like this big orange section, your actual required sale per client based on the number of clients you said you can uh, fit in per year. Okay, so let's move on to step three, and this is the fun part. So now what you need to do is you need to decide, first of all, what it is that you love to sell. Because if you don't love what you offer, if you don't believe in the value of it, you'll never sell it. I know when I very first started out, I used to offer this coffee table book, which was terrible, by the way. It was tiny. It was printed badly. I offered it because it was a cheap option. And for me, like the the wholesale price was cheap. And I heard that every pet photographer or every photographer should sell albums. And I couldn't, I didn't think I could charge enough to cover the cost of a $500 album with leather bound and all these beautiful things. So instead I, I offered this like cheap, a uh, little soft cover book. Of course, I didn't believe in the value of this soft cover book because it was terrible. And so it doesn't matter if I had to charge $20 for it or 2000, nobody would have bought it because I didn't believe in it. And honestly, it was a crappy product. Why would anybody buy it? So you, of course, I learned pretty quick. <laughs> I took it off my price list. I found a beautiful supplier. I started with Celdex in uh, Melbourne, Australia, and they offered these beautiful albums. I did still choose one of their lower um, level options, I suppose, an introduction, introductory product, but it was still handcrafted, printed beautifully, all bound, um, et cetera, et cetera. And I charged accordingly for it. And guess what? I sold tons of those. So I want you to keep that in mind. If you are offering a product purely because it's cheap, you probably won't be able to sell it unless you really see that it's a valuable, beautiful product. Okay. So what I want you to do, if you're planning on selling product, is start looking into, all, well, first of all, find a lab that you really like, somebody local to you or multiple labs if you need to. So one for an album, one for canvas, for example, Um, find your labs, have a chat with them and then choose, I would say, start with one product. If you're just new to products, choose one product that in the words of Kate Atkins (laughs) from Atkins Pro Lab in Australia, she said to me, uh, 
choose a product that makes your heart sing. And I think they even have that on their website. So I want you to do that. Go ahead, find a product that makes your heart sing and start by offering that if you're wanting to offer product. Now, if you're wanting to stick with digital only, that is totally fine. I'm not telling you you have to go and start selling product, alrighty? Now, good news for you if you're doing digital only is that it is much easier to do your pricing because you can just have three packages, for example. If you know that your average sale has to be $1,000, then you can have a package that has just a handful of images for just under $1,000. It has more images for around $1,000. And then it has um, way more value for over a $1,000 option. That's what I would be doing if I was selling digital only, because that way you're pushing your clients or they're pushing themselves to go to the next level, to buy the next thing up. Okay. So if you just only have one option and it's a thousand dollars, people don't have a choice. So it might be nice if you're doing sales after the shoot to, to have three different options, but it naturally takes them to buying the one that, that meets your required average sale. Of course, if you want to do all inclusive, then you would just have to make sure that you're charging the $1,000 upfront and it includes X amount of images and that's it. There's no after sales thing that works as well. Okay. So you see, there's all these different options. It's your business. As long as you are earning the money that you need to earn, according to your uh, calculator that you filled out earlier, then you are good to go. Okay. So you've got three options. Well, you've got the sky's the limit, but I've just given you three. One is to stick with your, if that's what you're doing, all inclusive and charge the $1,000, for example. Second option is to do all, uh, digital only, but packages. And so they select what they want. In that case, I would do a package that's like three images for $750, uh, 10 images for uh, $1,000 and 20 images for 1500. So they're naturally going to want to go up to the next level. Okay. Alternatively, you go into products, which I started mentioning before. So you've found your one product that makes your heart sing and you add the price of that product to what your required average sale must be. And you focus on just selling that one product. So you can say, I'm just going to sell canvases or I'm just going to sell albums or you can add multiple products together and make sure that, again, you're aiming for that required average sale. Let me give you some more examples there. So earlier I gave you the example of selling a package of an album plus a canvas. It's $1,500. Uh, the cost plus your required average sale. Okay, so you, at minimum, you must be charging, according to the pretend figures before, $1,500 for those two things. You can look and say, actually, I want to charge $1,800. That's totally fine as well. But at minimum, you would have to, according to the numbers, charge $1,500 for the two products. Alrighty. Now, my uh, way of structuring my price list that worked very, very well for me was to basically charge the same price for any product. Um, and so that way you were taking away that extra step for the client to have to decide between price points and instead they were just choosing between products. So for example, you could come to me and have my entry level album, so the smallest one, for $990. Or you could have my smallest size canvas for $990. Moving up for $1,500, you could have 
my fancy album or a larger canvas. You know, so that way they're just choosing between do I want a canvas or an album all the time. Just makes it nice and easy. And then I package it together. Okay, if you want a canvas plus an album, then you save X amount. That worked very well for me. I think it's a very good place to start if you're just introducing a product and you're a bit stuck on pricing. I recommend you follow that model because it works. But of course, you're welcome to do it however you want as long as you are meeting your desired or your required rather uh, average sale. So that's my third tip. Choose only products that make your heart sing. If that's digitals, that's okay. If it's albums, that's great. Metal prints, that's great. Um, anything the consumer cannot get themselves is always recommended. So rather than selling like a five by seven luster print that they can go and print it anywhere, I would at least put it in like a matted um, display basically. But again, it depends on what makes your heart sing and what it is that you want to sell. Okay. That's my three tips for pricing. So know how you spend your time and your desired hourly rate. Then know your cost of business and then sell what you love at prices that meet your targets. Go ahead, uh, pause me, make some notes, go back to the start, listen again. <laughs> listen again as you're looking at our free calculator and uh, let us know how you go. If you have any questions, please send me an email. I'm happy to help you. It's Kirsty at thepetphotographersclub.com. Otherwise, uh, of course, you can join me in the Pet Photographers Business Foundations Challenge. The next one starts the 26th of January. It is a weekly call for 12 weeks. So in three months, you will go from wherever you're at now to having a price list that works for you, a business model structure that works for you, knowing your ideal client and how to find them, knowing how to get the phone to ring, and what to say when it does, what to say with your clients all the way through, basically a playbook to run your business um, and uh, and make sure that it's sustainable so that it's here in another two, three, five, 10, 20 years, however long you want this business for. So I'd love for you to join me. Um, just before we wrap up, we are, as the Pet Photographers Club, taking a little break over the festive season. I hope you are doing that too. So we'll be back in uh, mid-January with future episodes. In the meantime, if you're missing us, we do recommend that you dive into the archives during this time. There is heaps there. I'm sure that there's something that you'll want a refresher on, or perhaps you haven't caught an episode before. So jump into the archives. There are tons in there. This is season 11 after all. Um, so you have 10 other seasons to look at. And uh, yeah, feel free to be super active in our Facebook group. If you're a member, if you're not a member, of course, you can join us. It is just $10 a month. And that, of course, goes a very long way to supporting the club so that we can keep putting out content like this um, and other freebies like the free calculator I mentioned earlier. So just a reminder where to find that. It is the petphotographersclub.com forward slash freebies, F E sorry, no, F-R-E-E-B-I-E-S. There is a link in the show notes though. Thanks so much for joining me. I hope you have a fantastic Christmas. I hope 2021 has been kind to you. And uh, I know that 2022 is going to be 
fantastic year for all of you that are implementing what you've been learning. So thanks so much for supporting us um, over the years, if you've been there for years, over this season, if you're new, whenever it has been. And uh, yeah, take care for the rest of 2020. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening to the Pet Photographers Club. To subscribe to the podcast, check out other episodes, and keep up to date, head to thepetphotographersclub.com.